OTBGAA. Hurling games, all we can do is do our absolute best, and but we have to dust ourselves down and we have to go again. Just be the best that you can be after that. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. Time to turn our attention back to Gillette Games and we're going to build up to the Leinster Senior Football Final at Croke Park this Sunday. Does Darren Carrick have footage of the goal in Gorta Keegan though last night? No, Is no. that general neck of the woods? Exactly. A no, goal, no. A goal to, to end all games really. Like. He couldn't possibly have. We, we're, we have Dublin and Louth guests. We've, we've Jeb Brennan and we have Darren Clark. Uh, good morning to you both lads. How are things? All good, lads. Good morning. All good. Good morning, lads. Jerry, you were, I was chatting to you yesterday over the, the WhatsApp, and uh, Darren played with St. Sylvester's in Dublin, so you've played against each other a few times, in fact. Haven't we? Have. <laughs> yeah. I was just asking Darren there, is he still going? And he is, in fairness to him. But uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not able to. Plug it on. <laughs> what age not- you now, Darren? Yeah, 40 next month, lads. Jesus. So, uh, yeah, trying to get to squeeze the last bit of juice out of it, you know. Well, sure, geez, we were talking about Luka Modric on the show this morning, and LeBron James at 38 still flying. So, I mean, there's there's hope. There's always hope, Darren. There, there's hope. There's hope. Keep keep going. I heard you, you you were banging in a few goals last night, Shane. Uh, just banging the one. In a few goals. Just the yeah. one. Just the one. Yeah. It was a last minute winner in, in, into the top ends, though. So I'll take it. Key. We haven't spoken about that enough on the show this morning, <laughs> don't we? Yeah, we got to keep bringing it up. Uh, it's just been a few times, um, lads. Really looking forward to this final. I know Dublin will be will be favourites in many people's book, but um, certainly Mickey Hart and Louth will will hope to have something to say about that. Uh, it's no no foregone conclusion. Uh, Darren, what's the what's the feeling like in Louth? I was driving through Louth on the way back up uh, yesterday evening, and plenty of flags out. I'm sure there's plenty of excitement in the county ahead of this one. Yeah, massive excitement, Jane. In fairness, um, I suppose you look back; it's 13 years since the famous 2010 match, so it's been a long kind of road to get back to to a final which is great now to see obviously and the build up and excitement is really good in the county there, there's a there's a kind of a good buzz since Mick and Gavin's come in and they've been on a good road obviously coming from Division 4 up to Division 1 and obviously the lads know that the task at hand it's gonna, it's not going to be anyway of the imagination an easy game or whatever or, or, or um, you know it's going to be tough and, and we know what we're up against but uh there's great excitement. There's good uh, age profile to the team, and the lads are really looking forward. And as you said, you, you could see the flags and the whole town of Ardy and uh, the county is really getting behind the team, and that. So it's it's great, and it's great excitement, and it's great to finally get back to a Leinster final. It's mad because I look at I was looking at last night. I was trying to find the last Leinster championship meeting between Dublin and Louth, and it was 2019, so not that long ago. But uh, it was Dublin five goals and 21 points, Louth 10 points, like. It just speaks volumes, Darren, how far now they've come. That 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 is, there's absolutely no chance of that happening this weekend, and the gap has been um, closed remarkably. Yeah, you no, know, in fairness, and and like you look at kind of since Mickey has come in, the first couple of results in the first years, like the had lost obviously to Offaly uh, after extra time in, in Navan in 2020, and then 2021 we obviously lost to Kildare. So uh, to, to go on the run you're on this year, I suppose it's all been built off the back of strong league performance, like promotion, and maybe when the lads came in that they, they got a good um, building block by being in Division Four and being able to kind of put together a, a group of players that would be there for the foreseeable future. And uh, they've built it nicely. They've got promotion all the way through from Division Four up to Division Two, and possibly unlucky this year not to get promotion to Division One. So. Uh, the building blocks have been there and I suppose the Gavin and Mickey had come in and looked at the profile of the players and I was actually involved with the under-20s myself there for a couple of years and there's probably 12 or 13 lads in that panel at the minute and 
they're all good lads. Like they're they're um, they're really uh, in, into it under there for the right reasons. And the panel has kind of gelled so much over the year as well. And two good wins again, Westmead and Offaly. Where be it, we probably didn't play to the expected level. You feel you can get that. But uh, just to be in with a shot now of a Leinster final and playing Dublin as well is a massive occasion. So uh, it's really exciting times in the week county. So we're, we're looking forward to Sunday. Ger, three words. Where are Dublin? <laughs> three words. Where are Dublin? Um, there. You'd be you'd be worried certainly talking uh, to a couple of former teammates and 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 another Dublin supporters and as in the club there is. Probably a lack of urgency and consistency in how we're playing. Uh, we felt after the leash game that, okay, they've uh, finally switched on. They're being much more direct, being much more ruthless to the Dublin that we had become used to seeing. And then they, they, they kind of faltered again. They sat back against Kildare. The energy levels were low. I think up until Jack McCaffrey came in at half time in the Kildare game, that kind of gave us a bit of a better platform and he kind of, set the example for other players to start taking men on and <clears throat> trying to turn the uh, opposition defence. So so yeah, you'd be you'd be kind of worried as a as a as a Dublin supporter. Um I think Darren mentioned it like, and yourself, the gap has been significant significantly been closed between twenty nineteen and the game the weekend and you just have to look to that uh, I suppose it was a promotion playoff to go up to division one um uh, between Loud and Dublin, a draw at half time and Dublin did push on the second half. So so you know, that gap has closed. But if Dublin are in the humour and they're switched on, you know, they could they could uh, put on a big score uh on Sunday. But uh you have to give a lot of respect and credit to to, to Mickey Hart and the and the level players and the work they've done over the last couple of years. So um even physically from a conditioning point of view, they're able to last with the with the top teams, which which allows them to be in a position to to, to uh, um, fight for for winning uh, of games towards the latter stages. Just on that, in terms of the Dublin coaching staff this year, you've this bizarre situation where Dublin are in Division Two, obviously widely expected to get out of Division Two. They're then into a Leinster Championship in which um, you know they're practically certain to get to the final. In which case, they're into the round robin. So, like, is that part of the mindset? Whereas, like, like a, a horse being trained for Cheltenham, like, when do they peak here? That would certainly come into the planning, and I think a lot of counties will, will, will be trying to the top counties will be trying to figure out how the the, the best peak uh, uh, for this new setup um, in the years to come. So there'll be a lot of analysis and, and recording and reviewing of physical conditioning and and everything else. But you know, there's only <laughs> for me there's only so much uh, uh, fitter uh, you can become when you're uh, an elite player. Uh, it is about sharpening the skill sets, the decision making. Um, for me, one of the worrying things for Dublin is is, is the amount of changes that uh, we see Desi uh, making, whether they're our necessity, uh, coupled with trying to keep fellas fresh. But I think there's a lack of cohesion and, and, and kind of understanding amongst the group, uh, the Force 15, that does come when you get used to playing with one another. And no doubt Desi and the management team do have one eye on the... Uh, uh, latter stages of the championship, but at the same time, it is hard just to switch it on if you don't find that bit of form and you don't find that bit of rhythm. And that's where Leinster probably has been kind to Dublin over the last ten years, uh, where we have been able to to, to uh, rack up a couple of scores, get the confidence up, 
and be in a good position and have a good understanding amongst the group going into the uh, knockout stage of the championship. So uh, that lack of cohesion, the lack of a settled team is something that would worry me. Darren, it's been a, it's been a funny Leinster Championship for Loud so far in that the eight points down at half time to come back against Westmead and Navin dramatically and what a comeback that was and then almost throwing it away against Offaly you're four points up after 62 minutes and then the game goes to extra time and to be fair to Loud they really pushed on in extra time and, and Sam Mulroy in particular and that extra period was, was brilliant I thought um, so what what do you read into that? Like, it, I guess you've seen that they can they can come back from a deficit but they can also nearly throw away a lead as well yeah no right Jane like we were commentating on the local radio on the on the match in uh, Navin and I suppose coming off the back of such a good league campaign like you, you beat Kildare you beat Mead um, possibly could have beaten Derry and RD went to the last game against Dublin and coming off the back of a strong league performance you're kind of looking and potential banana skin going into Leinster campaign with a bit of expectation on your back uh, and in the first half in that game the lads were very um flat I suppose uh, coming off the back of the league and at half time it didn't look as if there was any way out really at all they were playing nothing at all Westmead were on top of their game but the character the lads showed in the second half was something else like they outscored Westmead 2-6 to 2 points after half time um, and it was a fantastic win because uh, Westmead had no real answer in the second half um, then obviously going into the off the game uh, you know there was a couple of changes made in the team and I suppose from a loud perspective you've kind of enhanced the squad and the size of the squad and, and who's playing so uh, the lads threw in three uh, kind of new fellas that hadn't played a whole pile of game time this year and then obviously we were able to extend the squad out and finish the game with an extra time but again we were lucky in that game like the Offaly I think it was Keane Farrell had a chance in the last play of the game that possibly could have won the game for Offaly and I suppose yeah, you need that little bit of luck I suppose when you're coming from uh, where allowed are coming from and but the lads showed again great character in the extra time as you mentioned Sam Roy um, kicked on four or five really good points for a game he, he, he had been for his own standards he'd been quiet um, he was outstanding an extra time here and down he was excellent scored seven points from play like so the lads are um, operating at a, at a lot higher level than we've, we, we, we've been at in the last number of years and there's probably a little bit of maybe calmness with Mickey and Gavin that's been brought into the panel and you can see that in the two results again Westmead and Offaly the they didn't panic. They kept uh, playing to their system, sticking to the game plan, and then seeing the game out in 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 a very good character. And that's that's the thing, Jer, as well. Like the, you know, years ago, if Dublin played this live team, they could nearly, with all due respect, concentrate on themselves, not worry too much about the opposition, and just play their own game. But but now, as as Darren mentions, you've got players like Kieran Downey and Samuel Roy, who are picking off scores very comfortably, and and all of a sudden, Dublin need to have a plan for some of these loud forwards. No, okay, yeah, they, they will have a plan. That they, they, they put two man markers on 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 Downey and Mulroy. Um, sent to Darren off air. I involved with Carlo for a couple of seasons just during COVID, and mm. I got to see Mickey and, and Loud up close. And uh, uh, both players are particularly impressive and uh, extremely comfortable footballers. And they won't be particularly phased uh, by the fact that they're playing in Dublin, or again they're playing in Co Park because they'll have that uh, prior experience of the. The Division Two League game. Um, from a level point of view, I'm sure they will have looked at how Kildare set up as well uh, the last game. And while not going too far from their own setup, uh, they will have to look at how Kildare did get at Dublin. Um, how they slowed the pace down, how they played to their tempo. They took the sting out of any momentum that Dublin were building. And I think that's something that uh, uh, Mickey Hart, as a tactician and 
Uh, I know James did played college football with him, uh, converges in goal. He, he'd be very cute and have great game intelligence. He, he'll know when to pick up the pace or slow it down. And uh, um, I think that's something that's loud and probably go at to, to just t- tactically just to take the sting out of the game, uh, um, be within a fighting chance going into, into the second half. And then you're, you're, you're back in that, you know, sometimes it's uncoachable quality that's like to Downey and, 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 and Maroy have. They're just national footballers and they have that skill set there. But now they also have the, the conditioning, uh, they have the confidence and they have the support of their, of their management and they will cause, cause Dublin problems. Um, we've probably been a bit caught in the full back line, but Michael Fitzsimons has, uh, been missed out on a couple of games. Uh, I know he's studying. For exams, uh, uh, trying to be a doctor. So hopefully he'll feature the weekend. He should settle, settle us down a bit in the, in, in the full back line. But we, we, we have looked vulnerable at times, uh, in that full back, uh, part of the pitch. Um, coupled with that, the, the, the pressure further out the field, uh, has been average, uh, at best, um, allowing players to, to get a lot of touches on the ball. And whether you're a junior footballer or senior footballer, if you give a fella uh, enough time to get a couple of touches in, his confidence will grow and uh, uh, he will uh, be able to hurt you uh, going to the direction. So there's a, there's, a, there's a couple of areas really that Dublin need to look at their full-back line, those couple of uh, man-on-man matchups, but also how they're going to press the ball further out the pitch. I hope we don't sit off and and, uh, and allow, allow just to build up steam and come at us. And briefly, Jerry, I know a lot of your uh, former Dublin teammates have been uh, talking about this on Twitter after Glenn Ryan's comments uh, post Leinster semi-final of a Croke Park and the home venue for the Dubs in a, in a provincial semi-final. Um, what did you make of, of the whole Hullabaloo? It seems to be a conversation that comes up quite often. It, it, it's an absolute advantage to be uh, playing your championship matches in a ground where you have your league games. So like that's uh, that's nobody can debate that whether you're from Dublin or, or otherwise. Um the dressing room thing, um as far as I'm aware, it's based on the uh, uh, the Irish spelling. Um and that determines what dressing room you go into. So I've been in both dress rooms in the in the Hogan stand in my time. Um so is it Bolly or Clear or Hotley? I see there's well, that, yeah that's a great one. And I, I <laughs> Bolia is the town, like so. All clear is the county. I suppose fair, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a very good one. And then look at some counties. Then it could be on Corkic as well. Uh, of course, it's on Lou as well. So this we're getting yeah, on so, counties you know, here now. So. is ahead of all clear. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll be so, dressing room one now on Sunday. It's but but players and I, I imagine Darren would probably agree with me. Every, everyone wants to play in Crow Park uh, as a player. It's it's the the mecca of games. You know? So it's, it's uh, uh, loud would be probably slightly more advantaged to, to, to be playing in a power coach or something like that mm. uh, for this final. But um, it's it's just a wonderful honour and, and experience as, as a Gaelic footballer, hurler, or ladies player to, to get that opportunity to, to put your boots, lace your boots on and, and play in Crow Park. But yes, Dublin are advantaged uh, um, over the years to, to have been uh, played uh, there so much in the league. It's one forty-five pm starting Sunday, lads. Dublin out. Very briefly, uh, who's going to win and by how much? Jer, starting with yourself. I, I think Loud can be within five or six points. Dublin okay. to win. Okay, yourself, Darren. Yeah, look, obviously we're going up with more expectation uh, than any chain. Like, obviously, you're looking for the lads to familiarise themselves with playing the likes of Dublin. It's great to kind of see them in the league competing against them so strongly. And again, you're looking for just the lads to go out and express themselves and play to the best of their ability. And let's see where that takes us. And 
please God, it takes us to to, to, to win, you know. Avenge um, we'll we'll twenty ten. Hope anyway. Exactly. Well, we all know what happened the last time Lions were in the Leinster final. Hopefully, there's no controversy this time. Um, <laughs> but uh, lads, enjoy the final. Thanks a million for popping on this morning. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.